Minnesota isn't just about hot dish hockey and Target. That's right, friends. It's AJ, your host of the Maybe Swearing Helps podcast, also known as your Minnesota best friend, the one you didn't know you had, and the one you didn't know you needed, but you are glad that you found me. I hope all of you had a great week, that your bosses were gentle to you, that your children respected you when you told them, no, you cannot have chocolate before dinner. And I really hope that your husbands folded the socks that the way you like them to be folded or that you went out and did something that scared your family. It's going to be a great episode here, folks. I am so glad that you joined me. So grab your wine, your comfy chair, and let's get down and dirty with the Maybe Swearing Helps podcast. Hey friends, I hope all of you are staying cool out there. I know that the temperatures in Minnesota have been absolutely terrible. I don't know about you, but I have some swamp boob going on. As soon as I go outside, my curly hair resembles the hair of Ronald McDonald. And it just feels so gross and sticky. And I'm just like praying for rain, like wind, anything. I'm so glad that I have air conditioning, like actual AC and not a wall unit like I did in my apartment when I lived in Uptown because, oh my goodness, I don't think I would have survived. But this, this friends, is too hot for June. I don't know what we did to deserve this heat, but it can, it can go away at any time because I, I am tired of feeling sticky as soon as I walk outside. It is ridiculous. But since it is summer, I did promise you all a summer series titled The Men I Dated. And I decided that I was going to group, sorry guys, but I was going to group a group some men together. I, for some reason, in my late 20s, early 30s, after my divorce, dated a lot of potheads. They were perfectly wonderful, lovely gentlemen. They just like to smoke a little bit of grass to wind down from their work days. I dated everyone from an architect, to an accountant, to a doctor, to somebody that was a bartender, somebody that did, he was like road construction, and they all smoked a little grass to calm themselves down, and they each had their own little habits and their own little lessons to teach me, so I'm going to group them together and lovingly call them the potheads that I dated, the potheads I dated. So we're going to start out with, his name is Nick, he was an architect. I met him online and we went out for a first date at a place called, oh, I can't even remember what it's called, but they had like board games, the Chatterbox pub is where we met. And one thing led to another. He smoked a little bit of, you know, oh, he's he's a hippie at heart. Nick is definitely a hippie at heart. He had a dog. And I was like, oh, you have a dog? I have a dog. You're a hippie. He had this just kind of relaxing, go with the flow, didn't give a shit demeanor, which my, I must control everything in life and everything must happen exactly as I say it should happen or I'm going to get pissed demeanor. It complimented that. He taught me that you don't always need to be like, I don't know what to call it, on edge all of the time. You don't always need to be in control of everything in life. Sometimes it's okay just to relax. I never did the grass. I have never done that. I've done CBD gummies. That's as far as I go, but 
I, I take too many medications in it. That's just like, nope, nope, not my lungs would not like that. My lungs would be like, no thanks. But he taught me like, you got to relax in life. You have to go with the flow. Just like go with the flow, relax. Not everything has to happen when you want it to happen. Get rid of your damn timeline, girl. Just be relaxed, chill, go with the flow. Let's get some stuff from Trader Joe's and we'll make dinner tonight. And it'll be, it'll be great. And we'll take the dogs for a walk around the lake. Just relax. And he ended up moving out east for some like architectural school thing. I'm not exactly sure. I can't remember exactly what it was, but gave me a plant to take care of. I had that plant for many years until I accidentally killed it. <laughs> I feel feel bad about the plant. I accidentally killed the plant, but that was a lesson that I needed to learn at that point in time in my life was to learn how to relax because I didn't. I was so wound, like tightly wound and on guard from coming off of my divorce and just all these kind of terrible things happening in my life that I was constantly like the chicken little looking for the next negative like thing to fall from the sky and not willing to relax like 24 7 I was on guard I was like the best guard dog that you could possibly get for your junkyard because I wasn't going to let any shit fly and everything was going to be in my control so that is what Dick taught me he taught me that girl you don't have to be like that just go with the flow here here's a roll have a have a croissant and some coffee sit out here with me and chat like you you just need to unwind and because of him I was able to learn how to unwind and relax and just kind of let things flow and we maintained a friendship for quite a few years and then we just kind of fell to the wayside I think that's the way of the universe telling me you no longer need Nick in your life he no longer needs you in his life you two are perfectly fine. You've learned the lessons that you needed to learn from each other. It's completely cool to move on. Completely cool to move on. And I think, if I remember right, Nick was a little bit younger than me. Maybe by a year or two, or maybe I was, or he was older. I can't remember. But I went from Nick to the construction worker. His name was Sean. He didn't do like the construction work. He had something to do with construction. Like he was a a planner for road projects and whatnot, getting all the people and all the equipment on the site and would come out and manage the job to make sure every step was being done. So he kind of worked his way up through the construction industry, which was completely different from me because I was college educated. And here I was with somebody that had a high school education. And I think he had a little bit of a tech school background, blue collar, hardworking gentleman, sweet as can be and nicest person on the planet Sean was but he too liked to smoke a little bit of marijuana on the side you know a little bit of grass too he's like I have a very stressful job I have to make sure that these roads are good enough for people to drive on otherwise if they're not if they're not people are going to complain about them and I'm going to be in the shit with my boss so I had to learn that I need to relax He also was a single dad, so on top of having this very stressful job, he also had a son that he was raising and taking care of on his own, and he was like, sometimes after he goes to bed, I like to partake in a little bit of grass to help myself relax so I can go to sleep. Otherwise, I'll be up all night long thinking about things I need to do for him, thinking about things I need to do for work and for my family and my friends, and he's like, 
and it just goes. And he's like, an Ambien doesn't do anything for me, but this helps me. So this is what I do to relax. And he and I were very opposite people. We came from two different backgrounds, yet we both kind of complimented each other. He would tell me, you are so high strung. Like I have never met somebody so high strung in my life. Like how do you function at this level of high, high strongness that you have? And I'd be like, I don't know. I just do. And through him, like, just like I had done with Nick, I had to learn, like, I need to relax. I need to let go of things. And he helped me, like he was divorced too. Like he understood like what it was to be divorced and to go through that process so he helped me come to terms with my divorce like let me give me space to talk about it and he shared information about like how it was hard to be a single parent and have a job and all of these moving pieces in his life and I was a single lady working at a law firm which is very stressful at the time and just you know divorce is stressful like having that hang over your head is stressful when you are people that are divorced, people kind of shy away from dating you because it's like you're a leper. Well, if their marriage fails, like what's how is she, how is he or she gonna make my this marriage work? And Sean was older than me, and he was done having children. He did not want to have children. I knew I wanted to have a family. Like age wasn't a factor, but I knew I wanted a family. Like I would enjoy being a stepmother, but I wanted my own biological children. And we both decided it was healthy for us to just call it a day and go our separate ways because he wasn't going to change his stance. I wasn't going to change my stance. Even though he had a child, it was a ready-made family. I wanted to have my own biological child. So I said, you know what? This just doesn't, doesn't work out for me. I thank you. Thank you for everything. You know, we just parted ways and we have remained friends. He's one of my very dear friends to this day. Um, His son just graduated high school and so funny thing is, he ended up marrying someone, and she wanted to have children. Like, she said she didn't want to have children, and then she decided that she did. So they ended up having a baby together, and he was like, I feel terrible because I didn't know. Like, And I was like, no, that's perfectly fine. You and I were two different people. We were going in two different directions, and at that time, we wanted two different things. So your desire changing of wanting a family later in life perfectly okay I don't hold anything against you I'm so glad that you decided to have a child in your late 50s with your new like 20 something year old wife (laughs) like you go dude you do you so it's okay to grow apart and to be in a relationship that helps you I always say that some men fix hearts that they didn't break and they only fix that heart to watch it walk out the door and go be with someone else that was their purpose in your life was to help you relax, fix your heart, and send you on your way. Like, bye-bye, see you later. Maybe we'll run into each other at Target or Maynard's. Who who knows? They say you haven't lived until you've dated a redhead. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but one summer... I met an accountant online. We went for our first date over at Maynard's on Lake Minnetonka. And one thing led to another. And I learned that he liked a little bit of grass as well. He was kind of like a little rebel. He was like a football player when he was in high school. 
he was just kind of like a, a rugged person, a rebel. He liked to fish and uh, I don't think he hunted, but I just know he was a little bit of a troublemaker. And he kind of did life on his own way, his own path. He had no set guidelines for what he did. Like he was an accountant. He's like, I went to become an accountant because I knew that would get me a job. So he worked as an accountant for a healthcare company. Uh, And he had the most interesting, like a lot of the people that I had dated previously that did smoke the grass, they would smoke it outside, smoke it in their home. They didn't care about the smell, but he did. He had this little contraption that he made. It was like a toilet paper tube with dryer sheets poked into it. So when he would smoke, he would blow it out into that so the smell wouldn't get in the air. And I was just like, wow, you go to great lengths to enjoy this. This is quite interesting to me. And I just thought it was the funniest thing that he would do that. And he would have this, he was like, oh, you know, I don't want other people to know that I do this. You know, it's like, I don't want to get in trouble. I'm renting here and I don't, I don't want to get in trouble. You know, me and Riley, we got to have a home. And that was his dog, but it was perfectly okay. And I just had a lot of fun dating him. We were like, I think he was maybe a year older than me, or he might have been a year younger. I can't remember. But there was a phase in my life where I did date people around my own age, and he was one of those. And the accountant, we're just going to call him the accountant, was just one of those go with the flow, didn't give a shit about what people thought about him, was a rebel. He'd gotten in trouble with the law. He took a while to go through college. He was just enjoying life and having fun and not in a phase where he wanted to settle down. He was just like, this is my life. This is who I am. This is where I work. This is what I do. This is me. Take it or leave it. And I was like, huh, take it or leave it type person. It's been a while since I met one of those. And he was very intelligent. He loved his sports just like most gentlemen do. They love their sports. Um, We did a haunted house together up towards St. Cloud with his friends. And that's where he learned that clowns and I don't mix. As I started hyperventilating, he's like trying to like, you could tell he was trying not to freak out internally because he had to calm me down so we could like get through the rest of this haunted house. And he's just like why didn't you tell me you were terrified of clowns and I was like I I, I don't know because people make fun of me because I'm terrified of clowns and spiders and dolls that talk like those are what the three things I'm afraid of clowns dolls that talk spiders absolutely terrifying to me so if you see one don't tell me just kill it without letting me know that it existed because then we'll all be happy <laughs> as soon as we got through that and we got back to his house he's like oh, I gotta smoke that was very stressful so he did And he was just a fun, loving person to be around. He was kind of spontaneous. He, like I said, very just fun person to be around. And he kind of loosened me up a little bit because, you know, I was still kind of tight, like tight knit, like uh, uptight and trying to control things in my life. And I ended up like losing, getting let go from the law firm that I worked for when I was dating him. And he was like, this is your time to just like sit back collect unemployment figure out what you want to do in life girl and I was like uh I don't know I don't know if that's what I want to do but I ended up finding a job right away and he was like you were only on unemployment for a week he's like you could have done that for like six months figured out what you wanted to do and I was like no I need to have a plan and a job this is me and we just ended up drifting apart and going 
our different way going our separate ways like I was putting a little bit more effort into the relationship than he was and he said years later he's like I realized that I didn't give the relationship the time that I should have I should have put more effort into it it's like maybe we'd be in a different place than we are today and I had to break it to him and be like I found my husband I'm no longer available and he was like oh okay maybe the next life and I could tell he was a little heartbroken that he kind of wanted to see if there was something else then you know like rekindle that relationship see if we could go on a different path than what we did previously but it just wasn't meant to be at the end of the day the last pothead that I dated was a gentleman named Paul now I'm going to preface this age to me is just a number I've been known to date people that are significantly older than me um, I kind of stay around my same age, but I try not to dip into the 20s field because, you know, that just feels like robbing the cradle or something. But Paul was a doctor here in the cities, and he was always the life of the party. I met him through another friend. I was invited to his house for a barbecue with other friends. Little did I know, it was to, like, set me up to, like, meet Paul. Because they were like, we know this girl. She's so great. She's funny. She's been through a lot of shit in life. But she's a really good egg. She's solid. I think you'll really like her. And she's like, oh, and she doesn't mind if you smoke, you know, a little. She doesn't mind. Just don't smoke it at her because her lungs are damaged. But she doesn't mind. And we hit it off at his barbecue. And, like, three days later, he texted me. He was like, hey, this is Paul. You were at my house for a barbecue do you want to like grab coffee or something? He's like, I'd like to get to know you more. And I said, sure. Okay. And the next day, the next time that he had off, I think it was like a week later, we met up for coffee and went for a walk around Lake Calhoun. And we just, I just remember laughing the entire time. We had a lot to talk about. We had a lot of things in common. We had both studied in the UK, but through different programs. I was in Scotland, he was in England. Um, It actually turns out we were in Egypt at around the same time, but on different uh, study, but different uh, things. Like he was there for like a personal vacation and I was there with Joy on a study abroad trip. And he had studied abroad in the UK years previous to me. He was 52 when I met him. And I believe I was like, 31. I want to say I was like 31. Yeah, between 30 and 31 when I met him. And he asked me, he was like, I'm significantly older than you. Does that bother you? And I said, no, age is just a number. If you meet someone and you two mesh your energies and your spirits or like whatever mesh, age doesn't really matter unless it's like in a gray area where you're asking go to prison then yeah, you shouldn't tap that. You should just walk away and be like, nope. And he was like, okay, cool. And that was kind of like hard for him because he would take me to events with his friends, like cookouts or go boating or, or whatever. And his friends would be like, oh, robbing the cradle, huh, Paul? So young. How old is she? And he was like, why does age matter? And he's like, as long as it doesn't matter to her or me, why should it matter to to you guys? Like, he kind of got a lot of crap for being in his 50s and dating someone in their 30s, which I don't think is fair. Um, I don't think it's fair at all that people should point that out. As long as people are happy, who cares about the age gap? And Paul, you know, he was very gracious, very kind to me, very just, like, loving, generous 
person. He had a very high profile job where he was on call, things like that. And that I understood because from being with this is the one that I dated after Charlie for a little while. So being with Charlie and understanding like what an attorney goes through and Charlie and I had that age gap as well. He was in his late forties when he was with me. So I knew with that or early forties when he was with me. So I knew what that gap was like and I understood like, okay, yeah, people kind of give you shit for it, but whatever, it's your life, live your life. And I also understood like the high profile job and the crazy work schedule. So we meshed really well in that aspect, but it was kind of hard for Paul to keep taking that grief from his parents, from his family, from his friends of like, oh, you're in your fifties and she's early thirties, you know, she's going to trade you in, blah, blah, blah. Do you even want kids? Can you even have kids? It's your That kind of crap. So we probably dated like six months, six, I think it was just six months or so. It was like a summer. And at the end of the, he was like, you know, he's like, I think you're a really great girl. And goes, I, I like you because, but I don't think, because you're really great. He's like, had we had met at a different time in our lives, maybe I was a bit younger or you were a bit older. He's like, maybe it would be better. But he's like, I really have to focus. He was one of those folks that had to focus on their career. That was what he was married to. And in a relationship was his career. So that is what he chose. And I was like, that is perfectly fine. You go do you. I will go do me. No offense taken. It was a lot of fun. You're a great person. Don't let anybody give you any crap. If you want to date a younger woman, go for it. Don't listen to your friends. And he was like, you know, you ended up teaching me a lesson in this. That it's okay to like be who I am. To date whoever I want. He's like, but it's just at this time in our lives things didn't mesh and that's perfectly fine he now lives out west he works in idaho at a clinic out in idaho and he's still not married he's still married to his career every now and then we shoot each other a message to like say hi and catch up on how we're doing and then we kind of just go back into oblivion and so i've dated people from their mid-20s all the way up to their 50s who take part in the grass And they're not bad people because they do it. They're good people. They're fun people. They're the laid back, relaxed, go with the flow people. And I think every single one of us needs that type of person at least once in our lifetimes. Or maybe you're married to that type of person and you absolutely love the lifestyle that you have (laughs) or love the person for who they are and what they bring to the table for you. Just if you meet someone and they're like, yeah, I smoke a little grass, don't wave them off right away. Just because you're not a smoker doesn't mean that you can't be with someone that takes part in that a little bit. Have fun. Get to know them. And you'll realize like, wow, these people are really cool. Maybe it's just a summer fling. Maybe it's six months. Maybe it's a month. Whatever. Go have fun. Hang out with the little potheads. Get relaxed. Have fun. And date. That's what I say. You got to date many people to figure out what your type is. Because usually what you think your type is, is the complete opposite. And then you find what your type is. And eventually you find those folks. So maybe the, I didn't end up with pothead. So definitely, definitely not my type for long term. But they are fun people to hang out with and have as friends. So yes, give them a chance. And remember, it's summertime. 
So go get your hot girl, a hot guy summer on. If you're single, go find yourself someone. Have a fling. Have some fun. Tell some stories down the road to your grandchildren about your summer of 2021. And just enjoy yourself. Make memories that are going to last you a lifetime. Go on dates, even with the weird guy. Well, not too weird. The nerdy guy, the pothead, whoever is in your vicinity that asks you out, just give them a chance. It's one night of your life, and you have a thousand more nights ahead of you in your life. So just go out there, have fun, make memories, and have a good week. Wondering what I look like? Do you want to see me awkwardly dance at the Mall of America with a cotton candy duck, or just awkwardly dance in public without any music at any given time? I have no shame, folks. You can follow me over on TikTok. I am at Ninja in the City, or you can go on over to MaybeSwearingHelps.com. Have a question, have a topic that you would like to hear discussed? You can email MaybeSwearingHelps at gmail.com. I look forward to interacting with you, friends. Have a great week.